0: Hey, good morning. It is April 20th. It is Friday. La, 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 la. We love Friday. And I have a quote of the day from Mark Twain. I'm sure I've used him before. He's an American author. He was also a humorist, born November 30th, 1835, and he passed April 21st, 1910. And he has an appropriate quote of the day, which is, in the spring, I have counted 136 different kinds of weather inside of 24 hours. And let me tell you something. It was hailing as I pulled up to the ice cream stand to get ice cream with my son yesterday. And that's just mean. It's snowing the day before. We're tired of it. Tired in the Northeast. And I think the Midwest, too. They're having snow. It's it's a nightmare. Anyway, um, we're moving towards May and Hope and we're moving towards the weekend. All right, everybody, have a good one. And here are your horoscopes for April 20th from the New York Post and Sally Brompton. Aquarius, you need to find ways to get closer to someone you've drifted apart from in recent months. It would help, of course, if you made more of an effort to see things from their perspective. They might then make more of an effort to see things from yours. Pisces, there is no need to be so serious about life. Treat everything that happens today as some kind of cosmic game, a game that is supposed to be enjoyed rather than won. Get into the habit of doing everything with a smile on your face. Aries, the sun leaves your birth sign today, but that does not mean your luck is about to turn for the worse. Far from it. It does, however, mean... You need to be sensible about how you use your time and energy, and even more so your money. Taurus. No doubt you are eager to start new things now the sun is moving into your sign, but be patient. You will get the chance to move up a gear sometime early next week. In the meantime, get plenty of rest. You are going to need it. Gemini. You will need to be a bit more responsive to the sensitive side of your nature today and over the weekend. Listen to what your heart tells you, and then act on it, no matter what some of your more loudmouthed friends may say. And then Cancer, it's quite likely you will meet someone over the next few days who becomes a firm friend and an important companion. Also, there is still time to get in the good books of people in positions of power. How can you best impress them? Leo, the sun's change of signs today will bring new opportunities your way, especially on the work front, where you really should be taking more of a leading role. It's time to get back some of that Leo dynamism that has been missing of late. Virgo, by all means be optimistic and enthusiastic about the future, but don't rush at your goals without some kind of plan. You have plenty of time to get prepared. So make sure you know what you're doing. And remember, small details are often important. Libra, how's your wealth situation? Could you weather a sudden financial storm if it hit you today? The planets indicate you need to look closely, both at where your money is coming from and where it is going to. It's all about dollars and cents. Scorpio, try not to be too assertive today. If you want to get things done, You need to be more persuasive and less coercive in your attitude. Yes, of course, you know best, but let others lead the way occasionally so they can feel good about themselves. Sagittarius, it may not be in your nature to pay much attention to details, but that could be your undoing over the next 24 hours. Watch carefully what is going on around you. And don't think you can cut corners and get away with it, because you can't. Capricorn, Put all thoughts of fear and failure behind you, and strike out in a new direction today. As the sun moves into the most dynamic area of your chart, you can, and you must be, more adventurous. You have almost nothing to lose and the world to gain. And these are your horoscopes for April 20th. If you were born today, April 20th, one of your strongest qualities is your resourcefulness You are excellent at assessing what works and what doesn't, and you easily come up with a solid approach. You can be impatient at times in your drive to succeed. Your tastes are refined and pronounced. In love, you can have a dual personality, warm and sensitive one day and distant the next. Famous people born today include Jessica Lange, Tito Puente, Carmen Electra, Ryan O'Neal, and Luther Vandross. The year ahead, the sun is waxing sextile to the moon in your solar return chart, which has a fortunate influence on your year ahead. You can be especially productive this year, as in many ways you are starting fresh, but you have a rather clear vision of what you want to accomplish. Your inner needs tend to be mirrored by external events and vice versa, which helps to boost your confidence and happiness levels. You more readily accept the challenges that are part of the natural cycle in life, which in turn helps you to meet them with confidence and to worry less. Happy birthday, Taurus! Today in Rock, April 20th, in 1957, Elvis Presley's All Shook Up starts an eight-week stay at the top of the U.S. record charts. Songwriter Otis Blackwell would later say that he wrote the tune at the suggestion of an associate who was shaking a bottle of Pepsi. The song went on to be the biggest single of 1957, selling over 2 million copies. In 1959, Goldman Records releases Puppy Love by Dolly Parton, a song that was recorded two years earlier when she was just 11 years old. The record will flop and Dolly would have to wait until 1968 to make her first Billboard chart appearance with a Porter-Wagoner duet called The Last Thing on My Mind. In 1963, Rick Nelson married Chris Harmon, daughter of Tom Harmon, the 1940 Heisman Trophy winner from the University of Michigan. Six months later, on October 25th, Tracy Christine Nelson was born at St. John's Hospital near Santa Monica, the couple began having troubles in 1977 and went through a nasty and expensive divorce in December 1982. In 1968, The Rolling Stones record Jumpin' Jack Flash, which will reach number 1 in the UK and number 3 in the US by next July. 1970. The New York Times reports Catholic and Protestant youth groups have adopted The Beatles' Yellow Submarine as a religious symbol. In 1974, the theme song from the TV show Soul Train, called TSOP The Sound of Philadelphia, topped the Billboard Hot 100. It made number 22 in the UK. In 1980, 84-year-old George Burns, born Nathan Birnbaum, who starred in the movie Oh God with John Denver, becomes the oldest person to have a hit On the Billboard Hot 100, when I Wish I Was 18 Again peaked at number 49. When asked if he wished he were 18 again, Burns replied, I wish I was 80 again. Before this, his most recent charting record had been a spoken word comedy routine with his wife and partner Gracie Allen in the summer of 1933. In 1981, John Phillips, the former leader of the Mamas and the Papas, is jailed in L.A. after pleading guilty to drug possession charges. In 1985, WAM became the first group to release cassettes in the People's Republic of China. In 1987, a record store in Callaway, Florida, is shut down, and a part-time clerk is arrested for selling a copy of To Live Is What We Are by Two Live Crew to a 14-year-old boy, Officials have deemed the recording obscene because of its pornographic lyrics. 1991, 44-year-old Steve Marriott, who found success in the small faces and humble pie, died when a fire thought to have been caused by a cigarette swept through his 16th century home in Essex. He and Peter Frampton were in the process of reforming and had written and recorded several new songs at the time of his death, and Rod Stewart had been his replacement in The Small Faces. That same year, Wendy and Carney Wilson, Daughters of the Beach Boys' Brian Wilson, along with China Phillips, Daughter of the Mamas and Papas' John Phillips, combined their talents to hit number one on the Billboard singles chart for the third time with You're In Love. It was a number 29 hit in the U.K., 1998, Michael Jackson attended an unveiling of a wax statue of himself at the Greven Museum of Wax in Paris. Jackson provided one of his own outfits to dress the figure. In 1999, Billy Joel performs what he says is his last rock music concert at the Meadowlands in New Jersey. He planned on devoting his efforts to classical music, but later returned to touring and singing his hits. In two thousand two, Allen Dale, who reached Billboard's number fourteen spot with cherry pink and apple blossom white and sweet and gentle, died of heart failure at the age of seventy six. In twenty thirteen, Neil Diamond sang Sweet Caroline at Fenway Park in Boston during the seventh inning stretch. The city was celebrating returning to normal day-to-day life after the accused Boston Marathon bomber had been arrested the day before. That same year, Record Store Day, an internationally celebrated event to celebrate the art of music, spurred sales of 244,000 vinyl LPs according to Nielsen SoundScan. It was the largest one-week total for vinyl albums since SoundScan started tracking sales in '91. In 2015, Norway's Ministry of Culture announced that the country will start turning off FM radio on January 11, 2017, with the intent to stop transmission of the last FM signal to the country's northernmost regions by December 13 of that year. In its statement, the Norwegian government said the cost of transmitting national radio channels through the FM network is eight times higher than via the digital audio broadcasting DAB system, the standard digital radio technology used across Europe. In 2017, 70-year-old Cuba Gooding Sr., the lead singer of the 70s soul group The Main Ingredient, was found dead in his car in Woodland Hills, California. Band is most often remembered for their 1972 million-selling Billboard number no. 3 hit, Everybody plays the fool. And this was your day in rock. So a rabbi, a Hindu, and a lawyer are in a car, and they run out of gas, and they're forced to stop at a farmer's house. The farmer says, there's only two extra beds, and one person will have to sleep in the barn. The Hindu says, I'm humble. I'll sleep in the barn. And so he goes out to the barn. In a few minutes, the farmer hears a knock on the door, it's the Hindu, and he says, there is a cow in the barn. It is against my beliefs to sleep with a cow. So the rabbi says, I'm humble. I'll sleep in the barn. A few minutes later, the farmer hears another knock on the door, and it's the rabbi. He says, unfortunately, it is against his beliefs to sleep where there is a pig, and there is a pig in the barn. So the lawyer concedes and he is forced to sleep in the barn. He goes out. A few minutes later, there is a knock on the door. It's the pig and the cow. So we've all heard this back and forth that we went to the moon, we've never gone to the moon, you know. And it is a debate that's been kind of ongoing. So on BGR... They have a photo, and they say, this is the photo that conspiracy theorists say proves the moon landing was a fraud. All right. And they have this photo up on the net, but it says, in 1969, Neil Armstrong became the first human to set foot on the moon. It was an incredible achievement, blah, 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 blah. And lots of evidence supporting the moon landing hoax theory has cropped up in the past. Um, nothing has ever swayed the public as a whole. Now hoax believers are pointing to an old photograph taken by an astronaut as potential proof that the lunar surface we see in the moon landing images is nothing more than a film set. So the photo in question comes from the Apollo 16 mission, which took place in 1972. In the image, astronaut John Young is seen taking samples from the lunar surface. In the background, Large boulders and a sm- and smaller rocks litter the pale landscape, and a quick glance at the photograph doesn't reveal anything particularly damning, but conspiracy theorists want you to take a much closer look. Behind Young's head, near the edge of the horizon, the supposed boulder is now the subject of debate. The photo's description says that the background contains boulders as well as the lunar roving vehicle, but conspiracy believers are seeing something else. Specifically, they believe that a lunar base is actually visible in the distance along with additional personnel who weren't supposed to be there. This claim points to yet another fringe theory regarding the moon landings. Rather than believing that the landings themselves were staged, a subset of the conspiracy community believes that NASA actually went to the moon and found evidence of alien life there. And rather tell the world about the discovery, they believe that NASA covered it up. The photo they suggest shows that NASA sent additional crew to the moon after discovering extraterrestrial life and even set up a lunar habitat there. Or, as one YouTube commenter suggests, It's probably just a Starbucks. Um, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I read this stuff and it takes me a while to process it, but my first thought is no. (laughs) My first thought is this is way out there, guys, with this uh, extraterrestrial thing that they're just hanging out on the moon. I don't think so. I don't really think the habitat of the moon supports extraterrestrial life that would look like humans. Let's put it that way. Um, all right. So listen, have a really awesome weekend and I'll see you back here on Monday. Be safe. Bye.